The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Want to stream cognitive dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app. Go to dissonancepod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, (laughs) it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 199. It is. Yay! I got it right! Amazing. Amazing. See, here's the trick. I figured out the trick, Cecil. What's that? Record the show. Okay. Sick, hopped up on cold medicine, bourbon, and green tea. Okay. And then you'll get your numbers right. Oh, Jesus. That's all it takes? That's all it takes. <laughs> it, seems, it seems like you have to go through a lot of work to actually get sick, though, first. I know. I mean, that's the hard part, yeah. but I just rub... Like kids from like the fucking preschool oh, down yeah. the street because they're go. just fucking little germ factories. Yeah, yeah. So I just show up and I just like I don't even I don't even need to be there when the kids are there. I just fucking I lick my finger yeah. and I run it across <laughs> like the toys <laughs> and then I rub my eye. I was gonna say when you said you rub them, I was gonna say you rub them in a completely appropriate manner, right? <laughs> like a one hundred percent appropriate manner. Is there an so, appropriate way to rub a preschooler now that I think I, about it? Actually, I, well, I guess you could like you could rub their back if they were sick. Okay, yeah. You could you could and, give them a gentle patting. And they were yours. Yes. Right. Okay. And you own them. <laughs> like if you have the papers. And like if you've got the deed to the children. If they belong to you, maybe. Right. Maybe. If they possess yeah. at least 50% of your DNA yeah. <laughs> or you have bought them from a certified orphanage. <laughs> certified. Then, yeah. Yeah, like you get a certified pre-owned kid. Sure. You know, like, they've been tested. No, I mean, you can't just get one from fucking anywhere. What's the warranty, though? You know what I mean? Right. That's the thing. I want a 15-year, 100,000-mile warranty on that kid. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, you don't even get that when it's yours. You get them fucking new out of the vagina, and you don't get that, you know? You you roll it right off the showroom floor, and you don't even get that. (laughs) You know, they lose half their value. (laughs) (laughs) You take them home. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're white, and, then they, you know, then oh, they're worth a fortune. And then don't even, oh. don't even try to trade them in. You know what oh, I mean? Right? That's just a pain in the ass. <laughs> I just go to, I just go to like Kid Max just so I could get the best price on it. And just you know? trade yeah. them in, like. Hmm. <laughs> what do you have in like a like a smarter, more obedient? Yeah. Model? Like, <laughs> do you have like one of those smart Asian kids? I'd really right? like one of them. <laughs> My, my, you know the thing is, Cecil. I think to myself occasionally, as my son grows grows older, right. I think there's going to come a time where he's going to want to listen to this show. Yeah, he's going to be curious yeah, yeah, enough. Yeah, and if he ever listens to the back catalog, and the only thing that that gives me any relief, the only thing that allows me to sleep at night is knowing that that his teenage apathy yeah. and eventual <laughs> hatred for me. Oh, right, right. Will will uh, prevent yeah. him from spending the hours necessary to be terribly insulted by the horrible things I have said on this show. If he if he goes all the way to the beginning, he's going to be completely flabbergasted when he finds out your wife was a Russian bride. He's going right, to be that old joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and he'll hear like. Like one of his very first cries was yeah. was the uh, yeah the critics was the intro and, music yeah. for the for the old yeah. goddamn from fucking everyone's a critic days yeah 
You know, and I had to really pinch him hard to get him to do that. <laughs> just that was slap deep. him once, and he, yeah. <laughs> little kid, that little kid could not take a punch. That's all oh, I'm saying. Oh, man. None of them can. None of them. Man. I'm not saying I'm a tough guy, but yeah. I could beat up a lot I'll of babies. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Um, we thought we would do the uh, uh, the obligatory end of the year because this should post what Cecil on, on New Year's Eve, yeah, New, New Year's, Year's Day. Day, New Year's Day. So Happy New Year! Yeah. So this is the first day of 2015. Yeah. Presuming that the world has not ended, right? right. And I say that I say that Cecil with some trepidation, some fear in my beating heart because what we are going to cover today, should we survive the end of the recording, are the 2014. Worst of, best of, most failed. So this is a uh, sort of a retrospective, if you will, of 2014. In other words, it's the fucking clip show, bitches. <laughs> but it's not about, wait, wait, wait. Before you, before you turn it off, we're not going to be playing our clips. And oh, we're no. not going to be re- No, we're that not, would be, who would do that? I don't know. And we're not going to be revisiting clips we've already played either. We're going to be finding the funniest ones that we missed throughout the year. And we're going to be playing a lot of those. And we're also going to be uh, finding some time for some psychic uh, predictions that happened last year that uh, were supposed to come true this year. And some of them are fucking outstanding. My favorite guy on there who predicts the craziest shit in the world got, basically got nothing right. So it's going to be amazing. You know, there, there is nothing normal about being a sodomite. There is no life that will come out of a rectum. You cannot produce life. It's only death. Every time, there's nothing in a rectum except waste, refuse, and death. So this first story comes from Right Wing Watch. Uh, try to contain your shock. The year in homophobia, 10 of the worst anti-LGBT stories of 2014. So 2014, um, I actually thought 2014, Cecil, contained... Um, more anti-LGBT stuff for a non-election year than I would have guessed. Yeah, yeah. And, and especially after a lot of issues were already settled. Right. Uh, it feels like whenever people lose, they sort of backtrack a little and stay away from the topic because they, they know that they can't win it. But this is one of those topics that they just keep going back to again and again and again. They can't stop talking about it. And when I said non-election year, you know, I mean not general election because America doesn't care about the midterms. I mean, let's just be fucking yeah. honest. So, you know, I know that there were elections in 2014. So just fucking put your pens and paper down. Stop <laughs> cackling on your keyboards, please. Um, so, see, so let's go through a few of these. I think there were some clips you wanted. Yeah, to Yeah, let's let's start with uh, let's start with Pat Robertson. Um, this is great because Pat Robertson's amazing. So here's Pat Robertson talking uh, on the 700 Club. There's one thing to want to persuade somebody to believe like you do. Uh, that's what Christianity is about, to bring them gospel message, say this is good news, and we'd like you to accept it. That's one thing. There's something else to take the arm of the government to force somebody to do something that is against, is contrary to their religion. And that's what these homosexuals are trying to do. They're trying to force people who are Christians. Wait, are they trying to have butt sex with people that don't want to have butt sex? Well, no, they're not trying to. What they're trying to do is get the government to have butt sex. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, just like fucking random like IRS auditors. Yeah, like you go in and they're just like, yeah, your tax returns look good, but I'm totally gonna anally penetrate yeah, we, you now. I mean, yeah. Look, we've got yeah. to we've got to sodomize you. All right. Yeah, but uh, I mean that's the bad news. Yeah. <clears throat> you know the good, good news though is you're uh, you know we actually found you another five percent on your tax return, <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> You know, I mean, it take the good, you take the bad. In some ways, you take them both, and there you have. Yeah, in some ways, you could say I'm actually paying you for this. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're done, you feel like a whore too. Oh, nice. <laughs> to marry them, or else face jail. To make cakes honoring them, or else go to jail, and give their servants over and divulge their innermost thoughts, or go to jail. Now, that's the kind of thing we're dealing with. These people are terrorists, they're radicals, and they're extremists. Holy shit! That, fucking, wow. that turned fucking south real quick, didn't it? Fucking Pat Robertson pulls no punches. Incidentally, Cecil, uh, in preparation for this program, I did do a touch of research. Total number of people thrown in jail for not baking cakes this year. Zero fucking people <laughs> thrown in actual jail for not baking cakes. Wow. Uh, yeah. 
Bit of a surprise. Yeah, I, uh, the way he's saying it, I would have thought there would have been like a whole, you know, like 60, 70,000 people thrown in. Like basically they took every single baker in the United States, lined them up. And then it's like one of those old, uh, what are the, what's that old story? It's like first they came for the bakers. Right. And, and then, then came, I said nothing because I came, wasn't a baker. Then they came for the candlestick makers. And then they right. came. <laughs> it's actually, you know, the first one to go was uh, Duncan Hines. Yeah. And then when Betty Crocker was thrown in the boxcar, right. then, you know, it was all downhill from there. And then there. the last but one always goes wee, wee, wee all the way home. All the way so, home. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> Yeah, I love I love that all these people are getting thrown in jail. Uh, when in fact, in his examples, none of those people were thrown in jail. Right. Well, like none of those examples involved any imprisonment of any kind what's whatsoever. The, what's the terrorist act? I wonder. Like the terrorist. Well, no, act I mean, it's is, totally comparable to yeah. like. It's like it, like look no 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 I mean let's be let's be real here yeah let's be real yeah. Cecil. If you asked me, you know, is it comparable to be? told that you, if you don't bake a cake, you have to pay a fine. Okay, so that's on that's on the one side, right? Yeah. And then a pressure cooker filled with ball bearings and C4. That's on the other side. I think that you can pretty readily draw an equivalency line. I, th- I feel like they're the same thing. <laughs> I can't even understand right. the difference. Right. They're definitely they even the same. Rhyme. They're the same shades of gray. Right. That's for sure. <laughs> I love Pat Robertson. All right, we're going to move on to... Uh, this next one is Douglas McKinnon, and uh, and it, it takes a few uh, like a minute or so for it to get good. But he says some really stupid shit. Whether it's in Washington, whether it's in local state houses, uh, whether it's in county government, you know, for whatever reason, you know, the leaders that we're picking are, are deciding not to stand firmly for traditional values, not to stand for our rights, not to articulate the vision our founding fathers created over 240 years ago. And so that's the problem. I think, again, in the United States of America, there are tens of millions of people that want to fight for those rights. But unfortunately, as we're seeing every single day, our, our leaders, quote-unquote, don't seem to be willing to do that for us. That's right. Well, well, and then again, people will look at this and say, the, the last time this, we went through this as a nation, we ended up in a civil war. <laughs> <laughs> the, last time, the last time we allowed uh, gay people to get married... We went yes. through a civil war, Tom. I don't know if you remember. Well, I mean, it's it's obvious that the that the struggle for the struggle for uh, marriage equality is comparable to the struggle for the South to secede in order to keep slavery. Was, yeah, was yeah. I think that's no. I think that's kind of right where you're at. What? Like, yeah. Well, I mean, if we look, if we don't, if we don't. I mean, and, and what's the lesson to be learned there? Like, well, we totally should have just let them keep the blacks. You know, right, right, because <laughs> otherwise that would be one way to avoid the Civil War. Yeah, like just let people own other people. Yeah, What's because the big deal. Because I think at a, in a certain way she's she's siding with the South. Right. Because I mean that's kind of what she's saying. Like, hey man, like it. You know, we got to what we got to do is avoid the war at all costs. So the way to avoid the war is to, you know, to cede our demands to the. Uh, to the guys making the absolutely crazy claims, right? Yeah, because that's what she thinks is 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 causing the problem. Yeah, it's causing the problem. I mean, what what do you make of the idea that doing something of this sort would trigger another war internally? Well, we talk about that extensively in the book, and and, and the feeling is that it wouldn't remotely come to that because again, if you know, number one is, 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 is well, we talk about that, but you're so full of shit that even we <laughs> can't get there from here. That's what he just no said. No matter what. Nobody's as crazy as you, lady. Right. Like, whoa, wait, wait a minute. Look, I'm batshit. Yeah. <laughs> but you're fucking like, you're a fucking mountain of guano. All right. So let me get back to my fucking crazy book of yeah. random conspiracies. Can I, can I talk all right, about my book lady? again? I want to plug my book. Give me a minute. <laughs> it's an academic platform to, to create this discussion. But if, it, but if it moved beyond the academic then it's one of those things, too, where obviously now, in, in the age of instant communication, you know, the, the world would also know about this country. The, inter, the interim name for the country, by the way, is, is, is Reagan. You know, uh, with the, the group decided that would be the best interim name until somebody, you know, the voters eventually decided to pick the, you know, the full-time name for It's so funny that all these people are so anti-gay, yet they gobble Reagan's cock like you wouldn't believe. Right? 
It's <laughs> a fucking lemon party My over there. Goodness, man. You talk about some people who love themselves some Reagan, man. Man, we're just gonna call it Reagan. <laughs> That's not what we're gonna call it. We're gonna call this the the United States of Reagan. Oh, because man. he's dead and has nothing to do with this. The deification of that guy is yeah. just absurd, yeah. man. Like absurd. It'd be just as absurd if he said he was gonna call it Harry Potter. Like if he's <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the thing is, actually, that would be a little less absurd because there is an existing Harry Potter theme park. Okay, fair enough. Right? So there is actually a place you could go in the world dedicated to oh. the fantasy world of Harry Potter. Let me tell there you. There is no place oh. dedicated to the fantasy world of the of the sort of grand Ronald Reagan years where everything was perfect and nothing went wrong. Lamest theme park oh. ever. What do, yeah. what do you do that you just eat like... Like, I don't even know, like really bland food so you don't upset your stomach. <laughs> Everybody goes to bed at like 630. <laughs> it's dinner at 4 o'clock. At four. And it's fucking early bird special at crowded, Wendy's every day. Or and Denny's. people are surly. I just, I don't even know. Like, it, All right, there's a couple more here. This is uh, this is Dave Agema, and, uh, and this is his piece here. This is just amazing, but it's very short. So I think you even have some schools that are teaching... The homosexual lifestyle, how to be homosexual or, or some sort of uh, class that they're teaching that we're paying for. <laughs> what is that? What? What's in the class? I wonder what what kind of class do you teach people to become a homosexual in, I wonder. How would that class even work? Like, okay, I'm you know, I'm totally straight. Like I I mean I like I like the opposite sex, so I totally took this elective how to get banged by dudes. <laughs> how, to be, how to be really gay. I'm totally not into this, man. I wish I would have taken that other class. I should have. And, 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 you know, the other thing. I should have taken home back. <laughs> the other thing, too, is what, what about the converse class? What's the what's the converse class? Because they're teaching, if they're teaching this, are they teaching a class on how to be a heterosexual? You would think if it was that easy to learn. Then all those kids getting bullied and picked on and fucking gay bash would just be like, I'm just going to go on the internet and learn how to be straight. <laughs> it's how so much easier. Like, I'm going to go to fucking Khan Academy yeah. and I'm going to fucking click on the how to be straight manual. <laughs> I'm going to watch some fucking videos. I'm going to run a couple tutorials where I fucking jerk off to the fucking Christian approved porn. Yeah. <laughs> It's got a little cross in the corner. Right. It's like a silhouette cross up in the corner. And then I'll be straight again. Yeah. And then all will be well. Be fine and then Jesus that. will love me yeah. again. All right. There's a little more of this. So I think the culture is moving in that direction based on the education in Hollywood. The question is, what, what are the results if we do that? And I think there's studies in Denmark, Netherlands, Switzerland, and so forth that you can look up. I don't want to give you my opinion because then somebody will holler, oh, Dave says this, Dave says that. Just look it up and see what the ramifications were. When they went that route. And to me, the basic unit of government is the family. If you start destroying the family unit in a nation, the nation starts to crumble from within. Look at the Greek Empire. Look at the Roman Wait, Empire. So, okay, so, so you get to destroy the family. So if two gay people get married and then yeah. adopt a child or have a child in some way, like through in vitro or some mm-hmm. other way, there's lots of ways yeah. in which they can have a child. Right. And then they have that child. Is that like it's it? That's like a that's like a family landmine. So when you when when they go out into the world, they actually explode other families. In some like in some way, does it infect the other families, and then they blow up and they explode, and then they destroy those other families? It's like a it's like it's like a atom bomb of some sort. Well, you know, Cecil, that's an interesting theory, but I propose an alternate. I believe that families are like the Highlander. Oh, there could be right? only one. So there's yeah. a, there's only yeah. there's a there's a there's an infinite regression yeah. of families. Yeah. So every time a new family is created, it dilutes the power of the prior sure. families. Okay, that's that's clearly problematic. Yeah. So when the gays get married, then all the heterosexual marriages become diminished. No, just by a little somehow. bit. But if a lot of them get married, right? Then it's oh, really it's a big bad. problem. Yeah, yeah, it's a big problem. So what you have to do is you have to destroy. All those other gay marriages by not letting them get married in the first place, oh, right? I see. And then that makes my marriage. I actually love my wife l- more every time I know that gay people suffer. Yeah, like well, every time yeah. I like I wake up in sure. the morning and I'm like, oh man, I bet some gay people are really unhappy. Man, and then I, I just fuck my wife. I'll tell you what. Every day 
that it's supposed to be the gay pride parade and it rains. Oh, that's just it's, it's ex- <laughs> I'm ecstatic. All right, so here's a fucking Louis Gohmert. Uh, Louis Gohmert is talking here, and and we just love Louis Gohmert on this show. Big fan of Louis Gohmert. He's a friend of the show, so here we go. And I've had people say, hey, you know, there's nothing wrong with, uh, uh, you know, gays in the military. Look at the Greeks. Well, you know, they did have uh, people come along who they loved. It was the same sex and would would give them massages before they went into the battle. What? Wait, what the what? Oh, honey, I'm about to go uh, take my sword and hack some people limb from limb. Right, you need a massage. Man, my right shoulder's been a little twingy <laughs> lately. Maybe give that a little rub down there. Uh, do they give him happy endings, too? <laughs> well, that's what he's mad about. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a friendly massage among bros. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's a different. It's a different kind of fighting. It's a different kind of war. And if you're sitting around getting massages all day, ready to go in the big planned battle, then you're not going to last very long. It's guerrilla fighting. You are going to be ultimately vulnerable to terrorism. And, uh, you know, if that's what what you start doing in the military like the Greeks did, as people have said, Louis, you got to understand, you don't even know your history. Oh, yes, I do. I know exactly. You studied military history. Not a good idea. Uh, that is a person who cannot put together a cogent thought. That is a person. I cannot, I cannot believe that that person is an elected fucking official for government in the United States. I'm absolutely flabbergasted that when he gets asked a question, he doesn't just say, oh, I don't know anything about that. I'm not, I don't know that that's a relevant thing to say or anything like that. He's got to make something up on the fly as if everyone who's listening to him is so stupid. They'll just automatically believe what he has to say. What in the world is it about a massage that makes me vulnerable to terrorism? <laughs> it's got to be what a damn about good having, massage. Wait a minute. Hold on a minute. Because yeah. the, the converse would be true, right? That that if I yeah. had like fucking tight muscles and like fucking knots in my shoulders and then a bomb goes off, you'd be like, oh, good thing I wasn't <laughs> limber. Oh, I almost had a massage. <laughs> I could have died. Yeah, man. If I was limber right now, I'd be fucked. Oh, my God. Yo. Science. What is it all about? Technology. What is that all about? Is it good or is it whack? This guy's face, the first face that pops up, looks like it's infected. Like his face just looks infected. Yeah, he totally looks like he's melting. Yeah. Like the guy. <laughs> he looks like. What he looks like is it's like really hot in there. Yeah. And nobody told him. Yeah. And his fake, like, polymer face yeah. is melting off. Or, you know, he's got hives. Like, yeah, right. or he's had them. Yeah, he does look a little lumpy. Yeah, or he's side. had them for like sixty years. Yeah. So this story comes from Mother Jones, uh, and the title of it is pretty great. It doesn't pull a lot of punches. This is the stupidest anti-science bullshit of 2014. A catalog of shame. <laughs> I love it. And the very first clip is going to come from Fox and Friends with Donald Trump. Oh, you can't beat this. All right, so. Donald is going to talk about global warming, and he's got he's clearly got something to say about global warming. A guy like that, a guy who likes to make sure that his head is as warm as possible. Meanwhile, we want you to comment on this. Right now, the United States is locked in many parts in in historically cold weather, and and you rail against the global warming alarmists. You say that this government, this country right now, is spending too much money on global warming. Well, we're spending tremendous amounts of money in our factories. Uh, we're uh, redoing everything. Uh, coal, you know, we're selling all our coal to China. We're yeah. not allowed to use it anymore virtually. And they do have clean coal, but that's okay. But we're, they don't have clean. China doesn't, but we are supposed to clean the coal. Wait, we don't, we're not allowed what? to use coal anymore? What about, that's a big surprise to all the coal-fired power plants know. that generate tremendous <laughs> amounts of the energy in our country. Yeah. What are they using instead? Oh, that's amazing. This guy has no idea what he's talking about. They're using, clearly, they're using used toupees. Oh, it's amazing. But we're selling all of our coal and most of our coal. That's a big business now to China. Now, we are redoing our factories so they're no longer competitive because environmentally it has to be a certain way. And this whole global warming hoax, you know, one of the great things, and if you notice the way the press, they call them tourists, but all of those people on the ship in Antarctica, Antarctica, that got caught 
uh, in the ice. You know, the ice is, is massive there. They started off in an area that didn't have so much ice, and like within a period of four or five days, they had miles and miles, and they were surrounded by it. Well, they were global warming scientists. That's now, right. the media's not saying that. They're calling them tourists because it doesn't play well to say they're global warming scientists. But they, they were going there to study global warming. And this winter is brutal. I mean, I'm in New York right now. The airports were closed. Everything's closed. It's freezing. We, we haven't had a winter like this in a long time. And by the way, forget about New York. Everywhere. Yep. It's freezing all over the country. You look at places like Texas. They're setting record lows. This is a guy who doesn't understand what he's talking about. Nothing. Okay, Nothing. so I went to the coldest place on Earth, and there was ice. Right, yeah. And, that, and he doesn't understand that, like, 2013 and 2014, like, yes, it was cold in parts of the United States. Right. But, you know, fucking newsflash, big guy. The United States isn't the world. Yeah. And you even know, if it, it was, was still the hottest year on record. And even if it was, even if it was, you know, cold all over it doesn't necessarily mean that global warming isn't a thing. If it's cold one year, we're talking about a tiny little subsect of what climate actually is. Weather is just a fingerprint. It's right. just a, it's just a moment in time. Climate is different than that. You can't just say, "Oh, well, climate change isn't real." Weather change is, you know, you, you, weather change is a thing that you're talking about here. You're saying, oh, well, it's, you know, the weather is really cold. Well, the weather is different than climate, man. You just don't understand the fucking there's a difference between the two. That's a common thing that gets touted about. People are like, oh, man, fucking, man, global warming, global warming, blah, blah, blah. It's fucking, it's really cold out. Well, that's not the same thing, douchebag. Yeah, it, it's such a difference. Like, people don't understand long-term trend lines versus a single data set. Right? right? Like, I mean, it's it's like, oh, well, it was cold out today. Huh? What about that? I hear that shit all the time. I, I actually hear that all the time. I probably hear that, I mean, four or five times every winter. Oh, pretty cold out. So much for that global warming. <laughs> and every time I'm just like, you should just shut the fuck up because you don't yeah. know what you're talking about. And you shouldn't even have a mouth. Your fucking mouth <laughs> should be sewn fucking shut. Your mouth should just leave. Your mouth is like, fucking, I'm out of here. Shit is ridiculous. All right, we're going to listen to one more clip on this page. This is uh, a montage created by Huffington Post of a bunch of people saying, I'm not a scientist, and I thought it was great, and I just want to play it. We can, we can debate this forever. George Will had a column in the last uh, year or so pointing out that in the 70s we were concerned that the Ice Age was coming. I I'm not a scientist. I am interested in protecting Kentucky's economy. I'm not going to I'm not qualified to debate the science over climate change. I'm not a scientist, uh, but we're going to make sure we take care of our environment. I don't know the science behind climate change. I can't say one way or another uh, what is the direct impact uh, from whether it's man-made or not. I am not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a physician. Just to set the uh, table, you began your answer by saying, I'm not a scientist, man. Right. Because I'm, I, I mean, I'm not in a position to, to the extent there is any kind of debate about the age of the earth scientifically. I'm not in a position really to, to, to mediate that. Mountain in a desert is a suitable place to put high-level nuclear waste. I believe it is, but I'm not a scientist. Climate change is in large part due to human activity. I don't know the answer to that question, and I don't think science does either. Yeah, but I, but I would leave it to the scientists to decide how much, what that means, you know, what are the, the, the consequences. My point is, let the scientists uh, debate and figure that out. Well, there's no significant scientific I evidence that... Some science at you, but... Well, I'm a scientist. You know, I believe in peer-reviewed science, you know, but I don't see any peer-reviewed science that proves that there is, you know, man-made catastrophic climate change. What? <laughs> We're fucked, dude. We are so fucking boned. <laughs> Do you just feel how yeah. boned we are, yeah. dude? Well, I... I I, I, it's my great hope that within the next 40 or 50 years, uh, everything's still relatively the same. After that, I'm gone, man. You're done. I'm done. Yeah. Man, you made all the right decisions. I mean, there's no peer-reviewed fucking evidence at all? No peer-reviewed papers? No peer-reviewed science about man-made global warming? Are you fucking high? Yeah, there's just fucking mountains and mountains of it that could literally bury and crush you. And the other thing is, is I think that they say the same thing. They say this this over and over. They'll say something to the effect of, 
well, let's let the scientists debate it. And, and, and what they don't understand is that there's no debate. There's yeah. there's no debate. There's The only people are people who just don't want to pay attention to evidence on the one side and then the people with the evidence on the other side. That's it. That's what you have. And, and, and more than that, it, what they don't understand is that that's not even how science works. Like science isn't a couple of scientists debating and then whoever wins the debate, right. that's what's right. true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like that's not how – like you don't – they're so divorced – from science as a methodology. See, I, I really think this is problematic of how, like, we've got this this anti-intellectual strain yeah. in America, right? And we, we've decided that, that it is a virtue to have an opinion without the knowledge behind that opinion. To, to have an opinion and say, well, yeah, I'm not a climate change scientist, but, you know, I'm not a climate change scientist. And that should be the end of the fucking sentence, you know, unless it's followed up with... But the climate change scientists all seem to agree that if anything else is part of that equation, it's just like it's fucking white noise. But, you know, there's such a misunderstanding of the difference between science as a body of knowledge and science as a methodology to understand the world, because it's both things. And there's always this confusion. So they're always like, well, you know what? The scientists debate it. Well, the scientists won't debate it. That's not how science works. Like, that's not part of the methodology of science that yields the body of knowledge that is science, right? Like, you you don't understand the fucking verb versus noun distinction that is part of sciencing, you stupid motherfuckers. And yet you are part of the decision-making <laughs> yeah, process yeah. of our world? Yeah. Like, that's it? Like, we're just like, hey, uh, leaders of the free world, how's the future looking? Well, I'm not a scientist, but I think you're fucked. Man, it's going to be really interesting if if things continue to be to degrade and you look back on these times in 30, 40 years, if if things continue to degrade at this at this level because people don't want to pay attention to it. uh, What are we going to think about somebody like Donald Trump? It's not that it's just he's an asshole or he doesn't know what he's talking about. It's that he's dangerous. It's that he's a dangerous person. You're going to look back on him and you're going to say, what kind of damage did that person cause because he got people to flippantly think that this is not a big issue, that it's right. actually a hoax, that it's that it's made up by people? And I, I don't even understand why it would be made up at all. Like, it doesn't even make any sense, the idea that it's made up, that someone is just making it up. I don't see the 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 uh, the logic behind that at all. And people are like, oh, well, it's just made up. Well, made up how and, and with what and why? What's the what's the motive? For, I, regardless of how they did it, I don't even care about that at that point. I care about the motive. What's the motive behind making up global warming? I've wondered the same thing. Like when they talk about like, well, it's going to cost all this money. Well, yeah, okay, all right, I, I get that. But like we're going to spend that money, right? Like a company is going to spend money and then that's going to go somewhere. It's not like they spend the money and they just like go outside and like, oh, green energy, burn your money. Right. Right? They spend the money. And the money then moves into circulation. It goes toward like jobs and technology. And I mean, I, I guess maybe I'm I, – I, and granted, I will say I'll, – I'll, I'll go the caveat of saying I'm not an economist. And then I will follow that with saying, so I could just be fucking wrong about this. But it strikes me that – if these like if major corporations, if we have to develop a whole new industry, if we as a nation and we as a as a globe have to develop a whole new industry and that industry is called clean energy. Right. And then it's and then underneath that umbrella are all of the different pieces of what clean energy is, you know, whether it's wind or clean coal or you know nuclear power or solar. It's going to be a combination of lots of different things, probably. So so tell me again how that's a bad thing. Like, honestly, I don't understand how that's a bad thing. Like, it wouldn't turn maybe as much like right now, maybe oil and gas just as yields more profit in general. But I guess, like, doesn't the other thing yield more money into the economy, like creating jobs and then jobs go to people and then people spend money on goods and services? Am I 
Am I honestly, I'm asking, like, am I missing something? You could accept the fact that this city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportion. What do you mean, biblical? What he means is Old Testament, Mr. Mayor. Real wrath of God type stuff. Fire and brimstone coming down from the skies. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Well, Cecil, it's the end times. That's it, man. It's always the end times. <laughs> no, I mean, I think this one's for real. I'm a little worried about it. I mean, we're closing in at the end of 2014. Obama is still the president. Yeah. It is the fucking end times. I saw I saw a fly land on his lip. His, his Beazle lip? Was on it? his Beazle lip, right? I mean, that was a thing. It's a thing that I think Rick Weil said. Yeah, so. I'm sure. You know, I'm, that 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 idea reminds me of that song, like it... It's five o'clock somewhere. Like <laughs> it feels like that. It's like, well, it's end times somewhere. Like yeah, somewhere it's, it's, it's happening the end times. already. Yeah, the end All times right. are automatically happening somewhere. Let's listen to a uh, Matthew Hagee on the Hagee Hotline Report, whatever the fuck his show is called. He's talking about Obamacare. Vicky asks, does Obamacare increase the risk of America supporting a one world government? Vicky Obamacare is the kind of legislation that causes people to depend more on the government than to take responsibility for themselves. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, look, having insurance yeah. means that you will depend on the government. Take more responsibility for your broken leg, asshole. No, no, no. I mean, when you get, like, diabetes yeah. and you're like, oh, I fucking I need, like, daily insulin injections or otherwise I die. That's fucking irresponsible. <laughs> Maybe you should have produced more fucking insulin. Jesus. Whoa, look at, you got a lazy communist pancreas. <laughs> That's you, why, you know what? You know what? That's why you're fucking pink inside, the fucking, pinko. The, the pancreas is sitting there with a cup like, hey, buddy, can you spare a little insulin? <laughs> Just spare a little insulin. And anytime individuals are willing to depend more on the government, they are preparing themselves for the kind of global dictatorship that is described in the end times. <laughs> what? Well, it's like, hey, you're just, you, he just took two very, very large steps away from the question, I think, and wound up somewhere completely different. Well, he hang glided away from the question. That's are amazing. you kidding? That's amazing. Wow. Wow. Wait, so, so wait a minute. So hold on a second. So Obamacare... And now we rely on the government, but Obamacare doesn't provide. Like, let's like the government's not providing us health care. They don't understand what they don't. They don't get that shit at all. Like, did I miss something yeah. in the Obamacare debates? Like, we're not getting government health care. Yeah, I guess like there's an expansion of 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 Medicare and Medicaid that's a part of it, but it's that's a nominal piece of it by comparison to like the individual mandate piece, right? And the individual mandate just means you got to have. Fucking health insurance, which you can buy from private insurers, and you can't get any pre-existing conditions now. Right, and then there's a you know there's there's the pre-existing conditions, and then there's the you know kids can stay on your insurance until you're 26, and there's some other things in there. But like just as a general overview, did I miss the part where I get to buy insurance from from the government or where the government just gives it to you? Evidently, did I miss that? You because must I didn't have. think we had moved to a no, single payer health care system. We didn't do that. Cle- we clearly didn't. But these people don't understand that, and they think Man. that that's what it is. They also there's there's this there's this feeling that they have that they want to talk about uh, they they want to talk about Obamacare and say that it is uh, that it's it's you like leeching off the government in some way uh, when all it really is is like you said a mandate that people have to get insurance and then making sure that insurance companies can't screw people over and things like that and one of the things that I wonder is did they say the same thing when a bunch of states I, I think this was in the 90s sometime. Maybe it might have been the 80s. When they passed all the cars had to have liability insurance. Right. Did they say that that was a harbinger of the end times? That it was uh, – because that's all this really is, is just a reinstatement of that. Just instead of cars, it's your body. Well, I guess – I guess like why wouldn't Medicare – like right, like sure. Medicare is available to to seniors over a certain age, right? Right, and and that is actually, like that is that is basically health insurance provided by the government. So, but nobody's talking about taking that away. Nobody's saying like, well, the fucking old people 
are bringing about the end times because they have Medicare. But somehow if I buy insurance, because now I should, is it, is it maybe the subsidies? I, I don't even, Cecil, I genuinely don't even understand the well, argument. I, I think, can't do it. I think, I think what they're doing is they're using Obamacare as a boogeyman word, right? They're just saying, they say something like Obamacare and then they make a bunch of stuff up about it. And then they link it somehow with the end times so that you continue to pay your tithe on time without any interruptions. Right. That's probably it. Like, just fucking they just, wanna, just put the money in the hat. Yeah. Just are you putting the money in the fucking hat? Now, as Tom said earlier, we can't use the Bezel lip clip. We also can't use the, the Ebola clip by Rick Wiles because Rick Wiles, we found him throughout the year. But this is Pat Robertson. Uh, just blathering on his 700 Club. <laughs> this small, hearty band of Christians set the stage for what would become the freest, most prosperous, and some would argue the most spiritual nation on earth, all based on biblical principles. Ladies and gentlemen, our warning should be today, we can't lose that. And when you have courts that are taking away <clears throat> the very essence of our democracy, the very... Well, the, the ground from which this what great country came. He just exhaled and he didn't really say anything. He just kind of, he was just great. What he was doing was cradling his hands as if he was sort of rubbing the imaginary balls of a ghost is what he was doing. So. When courts are saying that is unconstitutional, when they're exalting aberrant lifestyles and saying that's constitutional, when they're defying the very essence of this nation, they are sowing the seeds, not of a, of a new prosperous nation, but of the destruction of the one that's already here. Yeah, because when they founded, I don't know if you knew this, Tom, but this is this is an interesting fact. When they right after they signed the Declaration of Independence, they all went out, found a woman and had sex on the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> they, they, they went out of their way to say, OK, look, we want to found this nation. And we want to make sure that we send this off. So let's go to the pub. We'll get ourselves a wench. We'll bring her back here. I'll put her ass on it and we'll bang her right here. Because we want to make sure we ensconce in this nation heterosexual sex in some ways. That explains the no fat chicks clause. Right? Yeah. That's, that's terrible. Also explains oh some God. of the stains on that thing. That's... You know what I mean? <laughs> what a fucking goober weird thing for him to say. Yeah. Not surprising thing to say. No. That's why in the archives, the word is very true. Eternal vigilance is the price of liberty. Eternal vigilance. And if we're not vigilant, we're going to lose it. We're going to lose what? We're going to lose it. Don't lose it, Cecil. It's over. Don't, don't misplace it. Some would argue that Pat Robertson has already lost it. Look, this nation's prosperity is like its car keys. Yeah. <laughs> and if gay people have sex, we all know... <laughs> That your car keys get lost. Right. The, 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 you know? Yeah, exactly. And STDs are like the clapper. So. <laughs> All right. So here we go. This is another one. This is uh, uh, Pat Robertson again uh, talking to some, uh, some other joker on his 700 Club. Uh, when, not, when, when Hitler took over, he took over the church. As you know, the Reich church, they banned the Bible. They banned the cross. They banned the preaching of the gospel. They put the pastors in prison. Dietrich Bonhoeffer mm -hmm. went to a concentration camp, was hanged. He had to create an underground seminary to keep the gospel alive, to keep mm -hmm. the word of God uh, being preached. But a lot of Protestants either opted for the right church or thought, well, you know, you can't buck the system. Mm -hmm. And yet men were heroic in the fact that they sure. did. And the question raises for us today, you know, we, just as an example, 55 million children have been murdered by abortion in our country. Sure. We're getting close to 60 million in the next year or two. That would be, if we get to 60 million, we will have killed 10 times more Americans than the Nazis killed of the Jews. Now, we know the judgment that mm -hmm. came on Nazi Germany, and we feel like it was, you know, correct. It was just, yeah. what do we think is going to happen? Where the wait. fuck is God then? I mean, if he, what is he, fucking asleep? Wait a minute, wait a minute. The judgment on Nazi Germany. Germany is now the most prosperous nation in the EU. What are you talking about? The judgment after World War II, Germany did just fine, thank you. I mean, it took a few years to recover like it did for all of the nations involved in the wars. You know, it did take some time to recover. But, I mean, here we are 60, 70 years later, and Germany is now the number one economic force in the EU. 
That's God's judgment? God's judgment is like, did God, was God on the beaches in Normandy? Was like God on D-Day, like fucking leading the charge? And also, you, you could tell there what he's trying to do is say, hey, I'm going to make a really vague comparison between uh, Nazi Germany and getting an abortion. And they also use that language, the children. We killed children. Like, with some kind of weird child sacrifice thing going on. Right. No. A lot of those are like fucking blood spots. Yeah. 20 weeks or less, it's like... I'll tell you. Yeah. It's a salamander. I'll tell you, a lot of them that are that are very young, when they're like a couple weeks, uh, it's, it's four, six, eight weeks. That's not a thing, man. No, man, that's it's not, not a it's, thing. You would yeah. you uh, you have fucking more live shit coming out of your nose. You know. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like you know, you look it up and you see like, okay, at, at four weeks, it's like, is it even a, is it even a grain of rice? You know, no, it's the size of a fucking poppy seed. It's a poppy seed. I'm going to get upset and be like, this poppy seed is a baby. This poppy seed is a human being. No, it's a fucking tiny, tiny little clump. Yeah. It has no brain. It has, I mean, it has no individuality. It has no, that's ridiculous. 60 million, oh, killed 60 million children. That would be a real thing if it was a real thing, Cecil. Yeah, yeah. If there was fucking just like mass graves full of 60 million dead yeah, children. That certainly would be. Right? That would be fucking bad, man. I, I would be right there with him. I'd be like, man, I really don't think we should be killing like millions upon millions of children. That's like a bad. <laughs> like we shouldn't Look, do that. I'm fine with like 100,000 children. Okay? Right. Yeah, no, you just call a line. You know? Hundreds of thousands of children. But the moment you tick that fucking odometer into a million. Over the million. Now I'm pissed, okay? <laughs> 999,000. What day is it? Dece- December 31st? Okay, you're We're good. good. We're good until next good. year. We didn't tick it over. We, we started a new year. We it's- didn't blow up our quota. All Ooh. right, so here's uh, here's the last clip. This is, uh, this is a clip about the war on Christmas. We're talking about the war on Christmas. Defendchristians.org for more information. Gary, you have a great quote on the war on Christmas from Franklin Graham. Tell us about that quote. Well, yes, and uh, to his credit, uh, and I appreciate his leadership in this respect. Oh, he's been great. Uh, For example, with his politically incorrect prayers for our military and so forth. And and he's been, God forbid, yeah, he's had discrimination that he's dealt with because of that. And so on this issue, again, he's done uh, well in articulating, I think, um, our position. This is a a few sentences, but let me read it to you. This Mm -hmm. is from Franklin Graham. Unfortunately, the United States in the last few decades has witnessed increased hostility toward the sacred nature of Christmas, erupting into what has become a blatant war on Christmas. That's because, at its root and core, the war on Christmas isn't really about Christmas, it's about the Son of God. The war on Christmas is a war on Christ and his followers. It's the hatred of our culture for the exclusive claims that Christ made. Mm. I don't even think about Christ during Christmas. It doesn't even <laughs> occur to me. It doesn't even occur to me. I recognize that people do, and I think, great, uh, if you do, good on you. Whatever you want to do is fine. It doesn't bother me. You want to put up a Christmas tree and a, uh, your... Uh, your nativity set, and you want to say prayers, and you want to go to midnight mass, and all that. Good for you. Good luck. Have a great time. I hope you enjoy your Christmas season. And I don't say like I don't go out of my way to say happy holidays. I say Merry Christmas all the time. Merry Christmas because I recognize where I think that the that the day itself comes from, and it doesn't bother me that it happens to be religious in nature. Uh, I just don't get all of this bullshit. Uh, fake victim syndrome that they keep throwing at us well if they don't feel persecuted then they can't be the majority minority yeah right and that's really like what they're going for they're going for like they want to be the like oh nice guys finish last like it's (laughs) fucking ridiculous it's so pathetic it's like it's like it's like they want to pity fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, all right, fine, fine. Just come quickly. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's so it's so lame and bland and uninteresting. Like, oh man, the war on Christmas. Motherfucker, are you are you fucking insane? 
it's a national fucking holiday. Yeah. It's celebrated in every fucking Christian church, of which there are a fucking gurgillion across this great country of ours, right? The Christmas season starts fucking like a week before Halloween. Yeah. And like every store and every fucking place you go to, they're bombarding you with Christmas music and Christmas lights and Christmas fucking cheer. You can get a goddamn gingerbread latte from about fucking September 3rd all the way through the end of goddamn February. And you're going to tell me there's a war on Christmas? If there is, you're fucking winning. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! So Cecil 2014 had uh, a lot of psychic predictions, as they as they all do. Um, 2014's, this is from RelativelyInteresting.com, some of the psychic predictions that failed to come true. Now, before we <laughs> before we go through those... I do want to read off a few of the uh, major items from 2014 um, that were not predicted at all. So these are some these are some issues. These I'm just are amazing. Blast these are, through them. These are always amazing. Right. These are so, always. This is your fucking evidence, right? This is the evidence. These are things that fucking blew up that were all over the newspaper. And if you're fucking, if you're saying you're a psychic and you missed any of these. You should just hang up your fucking psychic, psychic ballerina shoes and walk away from being a psychic. Right. So here's what was missed. The rise of ISIS. Ebola. <laughs> the Nigerian schoolgirl kidnapping. The Korean ferry capsizing. The Ukraine crisis with Russia and the annexation of Crimea. Malaysia Airlines flight disappearance. <laughs> the Malaysian flight that crashed in the Ukraine. Israel launching their fucking major operation on the Palestinian uh, Gaza Strip. The United Nations and partners uh, launching airstrikes against ISIL and ISIS. Um, the drop in U.S. Uh, in the prices of oil. <laughs> the Rosetta spacecraft landing. Uh, the uh, uh, ice bucket challenge. I mean, how many people co- co- partook in that thing? Like, that didn't cause any... Yeah. Uh, the deaths of celebrities Philip Seymour Hoffman, Maya Angelou, and Robin Williams. So, because they're always predicting who's going to fucking die. Yeah. So that's what they miss. Like, yeah. oh man, mm, all that snuck right past yeah. me. My favorite guy who does these psychic predictions, and these are from 2014, uh, is this Lamont Hamilton. Because some of the shit he says. Now, there's a lot of people that just throw shit out there that clearly you're just looking for an easy hit. You're just right. looking for something. You're you're going to say something like earthquake 5.6 in San Diego. Okay, come on. Wait, uh, really? You know, and the thing is, they didn't even say in San Diego. They said in San Diego, San Francisco, New York, Alaska, and New Zealand. I mean, all those places except yeah, for New York. Yeah, a fire, right? Yeah. And yeah. then, and then, So places that are prone to earthquakes sure. will have earthquakes? Yeah, exactly. And then they say something huh. like, new storms and quakes in South Pacific and Southeast Asia. That's just, I mean, that's so bland and vanilla. Right. Of course. Or this is a real, uh, probably an easy hit would be Brazil wins the 2014 World Cup because Brazil was doing so well. And, you know, I mean, that's like one of those where you're just like, oh, well, Brazil's always good at hockey or hockey. (laughs) (laughs) You pulled a me. Brazil's always good at soccer. I don't know anything about either of the sports. so (laughs) I guess it doesn't matter. They're interchangeable to me. Soccer's just or hockey's just soccer on ice anyway. (laughs) Um, So that's Lamont, though. He says some shit. You're just like, are you fucking serious? A discovery that diseases can be transmitted or transferred by pure thought from one it's location amazing. to it's another. Amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Who would do that? Oh, God, I feel awful. Take this, Cecil. <laughs> uh, but he did pick one. I think that's that's an easy one is we'll lose one of the past presidents or first lady. Well, you know, you can't you're not a young person when you go to become the president of the United States. Right. And. Right. You know, as time goes on, and we have a lot of people that are sort of nearing the end of their life in that in that fucking group of people that are ex-presidents, that's an easy one to pick. And if you just said that every year, probably what? Within the next five years, you'd probably be right twice. Yeah, you're going to hit that. Plus, you've you've doubled your odds by including the first lady. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, so you're you're doubling down there. Yeah. Um, I like Sidney Friedman because his are just like super weird. Um, it says that he's a he claims a documented prediction accuracy of seventy one percent. So here's some of his that I just love, and I'm I'm, I'm just gonna read these out. Garlic is in the news. (laughs) (laughs) 
Honey, what's on the news? Uh, garlic. Again. <laughs> oh, it's only on the news. It's only on the news in the Malto Mario channel. <laughs> garlic in the news again? Oh, man. Sidney Friedman predicted it. Oh, it's amazing. Ah! Um, here's what I love. Chivalry. <laughs> Just chivalry. Just that's the whole thing. It's all it says. Chivalry. Oh, that's Just, fucking amazing. Oh yeah, I predict chivalry. My favorite is there's a there's a person who uh psychic Nikki who does the same thing, but hers are hers are awesome. She has one that's just sinkholes. I like this I like this one also by the same uh by Sidney Friedman. Um it says in the two thousand and fourteen elections Texas turning blue. Um, and you could tell that she was thinking that hell was going to freeze over because the next one was snowfalls in southern Florida. Right, that's awesome. That is amazing. Here's another one from uh, this is from Psychic Nikki. There's, I'm going to read two in a row. The first one is power blackout. <laughs> <laughs> and the next one, and I guarantee she was right on that one. I mean, right, how yeah. fucking vague is that? The next one, Empire State Building. <laughs> yes, there we go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm predicting the Empire State Building. You're a little late for that. Somebody, she also predicted that Mount St. Helens would re-erupt. Yeah, she she is a real pessimist. I'll tell you what, like of all of the, of all the ones, like Psychic Nikki is like, yeah, man, because she's got some fucking evil shit in here, yeah. like. Uh, a huge earthquake in the Caribbean. Okay, fine. A terrorist attack in Toronto. Terrorist attack in London. Um, but then also like a nuclear bomb going off. An attack on Air Force One. Right? Yeah. Good luck with that. An attack on Vatican to the Pope. Um, oh, I mean, hers dude. are just abs- Like, if all this shit come- came true, it would oh, be yeah. fucking insane. That is the end times right there, right. for sure. A chemical attack on the United States, fire and explosion at a subway in New York, a cruise ship breaks in half, a chemical attack in <laughs> the United States. I mean, it's just like everything. Every- She's predicting all of These the bad are things. amazing. A, me- a meteor crashing in China. No kidding. China's fucking huge. I'm sure a meteor right. hit China. It certainly hit China. Yeah. Uh, a to- I like this one. Oh, yeah, a the tornado, tornado destroys most of Kansas yeah. City. I love that shit. Which Kansas City? Yeah. You didn't As- even define your Kansas City. I, I like this, too. More, he- more health issues for Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip. I have no idea how old Qu- Queen Elizabeth is, but I think she was around like during the Mesozoic era. <laughs> Her shawl is made out of saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> she's got like a fucking, she's got a velociraptor hat she wears around. <laughs> like a jaunty velociraptor cap that she walks around in. She Are rides you, to her ceremonies in her uh, triceratops yeah. car. <laughs> Ridiculous. kidding me? Yeah, she's 88. Yeah, fucking 88 years old. Are you fucking shitting me? Of course there's going to be some health problems with an 88-year-old. Yeah, the health problem is that she's 88 years old. Yeah. Like, that's the problem. So 2015, Cecil, let's take a quick look at some of the predictions. Okay. Um, for 2015, um, here's my favorite. Weird Plankton in Space. Yeah. No, Weird Plankton in Space. Um, this is, that's uh, going to be a she sitcom, says, I right? predicted a strange luminous plankton is seen under the sea that cannot be explained by scientists. I got this wrong, but may have been getting a glimpse of another odd discovery about plankton as a strange luminous new plankton was discovered in outer space. So, uh, there you go. Okay. It's uh, Plankton from Space, Cecil. What is, what's his first one? Prince Harry will get engaged. Didn't he just get married? Uh, yeah, I thought, I didn't he? I don't know. I don't know anything about the princes, are there, man. Yeah, are there I multiple no princes? Idea. I don't I even no know. Idea. In any case, I just think it's, uh, maybe, maybe he didn't, I don't know, whatever. He's going to get engaged. He's a young man. What the fuck? What a dumb prediction. <laughs> yeah, like, young people will get married to other young people. And like, the other thing, too, is... What kind of fucking what? How do I act on that? Like yeah, your predictions right. should have some sort of thing in which they they're going to be able to help people. What what is it going to be? Am I just going to avoid uh, avoids? What can I avoid if I find out someone got engaged? Yeah, I, I've never understood like the predictions that like why why is it that they have like bigger ripples or whatever like. Like okay, I get why we pay attention in the fucking earthly plane or whatever. To these celebrities, but does that mean that like the spirits are also dialed into Us Weekly? I guess. Yeah. Why, why would Why would they have any idea? Like, why would their engagement? Like, are they watching like 
Like fucking E! News? I like this one. Strange fluctuations in the Earth's magnetic field detected. <laughs> That's, there we go. It's happening. 2015. Well, major volca- volcanic eruptions in Japan and Hawaii. What is What does major mean? I don't know. Yeah, right. And no surprise if that happens. Right. You know? Uh, she does say that I feel that 2015 will be a year with a lot of maritime problems, and there could be a very serious disaster akin to the sinking of the Titanic. Now, she does go out of her way to say that she bases this on a number of prophetic dreams. Oh, so okay. you know, I mean, it's uh, I feel like that's that's legitimate. It's got to be that's well, got to be from somewhere. Look, if you're not, you know, you just throw out all the prophecies where you don't have the prophetic dreams. I mean, come yeah, on. I mean, if you don't have a dream about it. Jeez. You fucking charlatans. They're right? not having dreams. What the fuck is wrong with these people? And psychic Marilyn Isaacs Kaufman also has some predictions, Cecil. This is from the uh, IndieStar.com. Who gives these people fucking any time? We do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, this one is like, it, like her predictions are really pretty bland. Um, but, you know, it's, it's like really specific stuff because it's Indianapolis. Like, Colts in the upcoming Super Bowl? I'm not feeling it. Okay, yeah. Neither are the Colts. There we go. So. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Neither are the Colts, bro. Right. I'll tell you that. Yeah. How many teams are there? Yeah, there's uh, 32 teams. Yeah, so chances are name any team and say no. And the chances are with you. And, and And also, look at how lukewarm that is. I'm not feeling it. Well, what if they did, if they did, what if they did get to the Super Bowl? Well, I wasn't feeling it, but they did change. They changed something. Whatever, you know. It's it's an easy. There's an easy out there. You know, I will say that that she's a bit of an optimist. So as opposed to a lot of the a lot of the psychics that we had covered before, when it comes to the Middle East, she says, I think we're going to see the last of the doom and the gloom. <laughs> so the Middle East, it's uh, you know, it's on the uptick, right? Well, it's only been. Literally centuries. So. No, I mean, wait, look, look, the, 2014 was a little rough in the Middle East. You know, I'm not going to lie. There was some some tension in Israel, you know, a little touch. Um, there was some, you know, a little clash you may have heard in Syria and Iraq. And, well, was there? I missed know, it. Yeah, there I was, I mean, it. there was little doings that yeah, transpired. I but I, I think, yeah. I think 2015, they're all just kind of like, wake up, you know, on fucking January 2nd, rub their eyes and be like, oh, we should totally just stop beheading people. We've been, I was like, kind of, that's like, that's fucking old. That's like 2014 beheadings. It does go out of vogue, is what it'll be like fucking tight rolling your jeans. Like somebody will be out beheading somebody, be like, Phew. that's so 2014. So this upcoming Monday is going to be our 200th show. We'll see how long it is. It's going to be my suspicion that I'm going to try to cut it down if I can to make it into one show and then just load all the extras onto the Patreon page for our patrons. I think there's going to be a lot of extras, though. We have uh, we have a bunch of different guests that are coming on. If you want to get your – you have about a day at this point because it's going to be uh, – we're going to be posting on Monday, but this is going to be released on New Year's Day – you you have a a day or so to get together something to send to me if you want to get uh get your podcast or something mentioned on the air uh you wish us a happy two hundredth and uh, and we'll play it as long as it's under thirty seconds so uh so try to find if you wanted to be one of those people who plugged your own show this is a great opportunity for you to do it so uh so take the opportunity to do it you could also call us on our phone line and uh, and leave a message for us there. Uh, probably the best way to do it is to is to actually record it on a voice memo. But if you want to call us, you can certainly do that. Uh, we're looking forward to getting a lot of calls this week, and we're going to hopefully put together a nice long string of people wishing us to happy two hundredth and uh, a few plugs for different podcasts. It's going to be a really big show next time. Really big show. Yeah, we've got some. We had some. We had a lot of fun recording with all these guests. We even uh, hopefully are going to have an in studio guest appearance. Um, so we've had a, we've had a ton of fun. It's been a lot of work. Um, and we've recorded a whole lot to make this 200th episode something kind of special. So we're looking forward to releasing it. We're looking forward to putting it out there for everybody to listen to. And uh, I think there's certainly going to be well more than the typical hour, hour and 20 minute of content. We've certainly recorded much more than that. So, you know, hopefully look forward to some extras uh, as part of that. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We're going to leave you with the Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. 
couched in scientician double bubble toil and trouble pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereogram pyramidal free energy healing water downward spiral brain dead pan sales pitch late night info docutainment Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council. <laughs>